here we are back again at the Getting Right Show, where we talk about business, real estate, anything related to entrepreneurship. Today we get to talk about real estate experience, being in the, in, in the trenches uh, and understanding what we do from an operational standpoint and running an office. My co, my name's Jose Ponce. My co-host here, Mr. Brent Cassidy. What is up, Jose? What's going on, man? We have a special, special we guest. We do. Today. Feel honored. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We have Miss Lynn Buckmiller with Remax Gold. She's our broker principal here at our organization, who's a phenomenal, phenomenal broker at that. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Glad to be here. Honored. We are excited. Thank we are you. excited. Now, you know, people always wonder how this whole mechanism of real estate works, right? We had a great interview with a lender in the past, or a few lenders, and we've always talked about how the structure of this industry is a little weird. It's a little backwards. You know, people... They go find... Yeah, they go find... They go home, to yeah, they go find it. a house first, and then they go, you know, try to get approved. But, you know, in the real estate world... Being a broker principal or being someone that has to uh, really just keep an eye on the ball and making sure that there is no issues with those files or contracts or making sure they're there to negotiate on the behalf of agents to make sure everything's said. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of stuff on your plate, Lynn. Right. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you go day in and day out doing. Tell us, tell us how, first and foremost, tell us how you got into this business, Lynn. Okay. Let's start there. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's start there. I do have a story. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So back in the early 80s, I started in Scottsdale, Arizona as a property manager and then later went to Eugene, Oregon and worked for new construction. So that's You were kind of bouncing around was, the whole West Coast sure, there. For sure. Loved it. But it's in my blood. I love this business. I love hiring people and teaching them how it all works. Came to St. Louis. Started uh, working with Mike Travellini, actually. Good old Mike. Yeah. yeah. Good old Mike. Right? Mike's also a legend around these uh -huh. parts. He definitely is. And I learned a lot from Mike. I give him a ton of credit. From there, went to, uh, was at Gundaker, which at the time was Better Homes and Gardens, and went to their corporate office and worked uh, for the general manager, who at that time had 32 offices and 3,500 agents. How old would you have been at the time, Len, when you were walking through? Because you would have been uh, like a certain age when you were out there in Arizona. With like, uh, by the time I came here, I was like 30. 30, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, did that for many years, which involved a lot of litig handling the litigation paperwork, an interim for getting the complaints and that sort of thing and dealing with the attorneys. And so I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. But then I had this great opportunity to go to a branch office with Mary Gettinger and Ken Graham. Mm -hmm. And Ken Graham's name is very... Also very yes, legendary, yes, legendary in this yes, town. 25 years of managing the investor's title company. And he's also an attorney. So it was like going back to college working with Ken, uh, he's, you know, he had a lot of people know him, real, real, very well known, and I worked with him side by side for 11 years. And then I was recruited to another company, which I was there 10 years, and then came here to work for Remax Gold, which 
I hope to stay here forever. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Yeah. That is so, awesome. So I have like That's 35 a, years or yeah. so that it's all been real estate. Do you think that going back to your days in Arizona with the property management, would that have been, looking back on it, a good training ground? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yes. Because you know what? Young, naive, yeah. have a brand new baby, mm-hmm. and I had to deal with things that I don't. I hope I never have to deal with again, including the evic- the eviction process. Yeah. And working for a really large organization, you have to prove a profit. Right, that has to be, and you have to take away the personal part of it. Mm-hmm. It's about money, mm-hmm. and, and that's. Really, property manages that way. It's yeah. the bottom line. It's, it's tough. bottom line. It has to be bottom yeah. line. Well, you know, I've heard horror stories of in that industry when it comes to not only owning them but running them, mm-hmm. and and I mean that if anybody wants to get a good taste of what property management or somewhat of that real estate industry, <laughs> run them. Be a manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can definitely right. see and feel exactly everything, the emotions of everyone because. It's bl- unfortunately, there's no middle ground. It's not a case-by-case scenario. If you're there and you have to evict somebody, you have to look at it, unfortunately, like a file. Okay, piece of paper, we got to evict. Yeah. Right. You've got people you know. calling you, Jose, and saying, you know, I lost my job, or mm-hmm. I have a family member in the hospital. Feel bad for them. And you call the owners up in Minnesota, and they're, they don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So you have to it toughen up. And yeah. It was good for me because I was pretty – shy and you know didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings but guess what created some thick skin (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. well i you know but looking at that because you taking 35 years and backing up that and looking at that as a training ground and then what you evolved into working for those number of years what do you think of what was going on then and now what's going on now because there's so much that's changed are we missing pieces of things that should be put back in that has dropped off? Yeah, I think sometimes we lose the personal touch, and I think it all happened when we started the digital signing of paperwork. And yeah. here at Remax Gold, we talk about this a lot. We want you to bring your folks in, have that conversation, have that buyer's consultation. Yeah. Obviously, we go to their house to list it, but then buyers okay, I'm going to go back and I'll do your contract and I'll send it to you. And everything is so digital today. And I think we need to bring back that touch. Mm-hmm. That humanization. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Bingo. Yep. Because yeah. I don't think that goes out of style. You know, and, and I think we're also seeing too, because you, you, you often talk about, Lynn, you know, the, the days of having the big meetings and, you know, everybody's all around. And now we're seeing that a lot of that's through Zoom and, you know, there's a there's a convenient fa- convenience factor that happens, yes. but it's uh, you know it's different and and that part of things. Do you do you see that coming back into the fold after the pandemic, or do you think that's just a part of something that's just changed? What I would like to happen is have everyone come back in. Yeah, that would be the whole world, great, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and and we're kind of seeing that on yeah. the news where companies are saying. Come back to work. Come on back. Yeah. Because in our industry, we have so many in this company, so many people that are knowledgeable and are will willing to share their knowledge. And if you're at home, you're not getting that. Just yeah. sitting in the office and 
being around the, the right. Mona Parsleys and the Creightons and yeah. the Carol Camaradas and the Mike Leaker and yeah. Bob, that that is so resourceful. All that experience. Oh, yeah. yes. Well, even yourself, you talk about having mentors and, and like Ken, and, and that would have been different if everybody oh had been yeah. off at their home. For sure. I mean, literally being with Ken, I had my own office, but I spent three-fourths of my day in there with him mm -hmm. learning. Just I was the sponge of gaining that knowledge. Mm -hmm. I don't think you could go to college and learn what I did. There. No, I that's the street don't. smart stuff on, on the job. On the job training. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and in essence, <clears throat> you know, as we talk about this, you know, from starting your career in property management to where you're at now and talking about building that tough skin, but not only building that tough skin, but I think what that also showed you is understanding and having patience and being able to communicate whether it's good, bad, or indifferent and keep it in a very professional manner and really truly em be empathetic to the situation, mm -hmm. right? Right. <clears throat> it, it, you got to be able to understand and be very clear and transparent, but still be conscious enough to give it that humanization because as you guys both say, you know, our industry definitely changed rapidly and quickly when COVID came around. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you, Lynn, when it came to having digital signatures and doing contracts online and, you know, all these accelerated platforms that supposedly are to ease, you know, the streamline of your business. All that is great. Don't get me wrong. I think it's very important that we have that type of technology yes. available. But to be a true successful agent and own a business in real estate as an agent, you cannot get rid of your human, you know, your human, your humanization and your old school being in front of your people. That will never go away. Sales in general, it's a very dynamic business or industry, I should say, that no matter what, the successful ones never forget that a handshake goes a long way, being in front of a person explaining right. something goes a long way. And even to millennials, yeah, you know, millennials, they keep saying millennials are all, oh, no, in the computer, in the computer. But in reality, I can, I can assure you that millennials would rather much have somebody in person explaining this. Sure. Detail. Yeah. That's For just, sure. it's common, right? But you've done so well, Lynn, in your career that everything you brought from your past to this organization I mean, has made a dynamic difference in how this business is being operated. Well, Thank I think you. I think you. You, Jose, which, with Lynn and and with Remax Gold, I think a lot of agents, almost all agents, will eventually run into something that is like, uh oh, what are, uh oh, and yeah. and it's a nine one one deal. And I think what that thing that that intangible thing that you have is that they're able to call you and you're able to walk them through a 911 situation. So the ultimate thing is, is to solve the problem. Ultimate thing is, is to get to the finish line. And I think there's a comfort factor in there to that uh, with all of our agents that no matter what happens, we're going to get over to the finish mm -hmm. line because there'll be a, there'll be a solution. 
Right. And for example, uh, Sarah Bonnie calls me now and the first thing she'll say, I have the buyer or I have the seller because uh-huh. that's how my brain sure, was trained. Sure. <laughs> Let's go. Because I got to know who, what, yeah, what, what are we so, doing? Yeah. What side are we going to be going yeah. on here? So it's so funny to hear her start that way. She's ready. Before she even says, hi, Lynn, <laughs> I got the seller. <laughs> okay. I love it. That's, that's amazing. But also shows them the amount of trust that they have in your abilities and and your experience, right? You know, people always talk about, especially, obviously our business is, yes, it is in the industry of selling houses, but our true business here at Remax Gold, and I'm sure you can agree to this, Lynn, is our agents. It's our clients. Our clients are actually our agents when you're housing or when you're brokering and housing agents. That's, That's our business. And our, our emphasis in this organization, Lynn, as I'm sure you're well aware of, it's, it's making sure we really, really dive in and care for our agents. That's our culture. Mm-hmm. For sure. When Absolutely. you see number one priority. Nine, nowadays, you know, you see a lot of these, these agents pursuing agencies that perhaps are a cost per deal basis. You're looking at agents that are out there trying to find what's my bottom dollar. Or they're a virtual they're, office. Or they're virtual office, correct. But what the major, f- and I, I get it, you're in a business. You want to see what, how do you maximize your revenue? I get all that. But at the end of the day, what I truly see as an agent as who's going to do a business or starting a business in this industry, how, how fast can I reach a person that's going to give me the experience that I need or how am I going to learn, mm-hmm. number one, how to protect myself in this industry. And if I have a question, how hard is it going to be for me <laughs> to go ask that question? Right. And how long is it going to take to get back? Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's I a library, right? Yeah, that. no, I mean, I I, I'm I saying it for a purpose, Lynn, because Lynn literally, God bless her, she works seven days a week. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, hours can be from six in the morning. I mean, now mind you, this lady has a life, so let's not, <laughs> you know, but... I mean, she's handled calls at 6, 7 in the morning all the way to 10, 11 o'clock at night. But this is our industry, right? And if you're in an environment of space that doesn't offer you the connectivity to that individual or that person of knowledge or more knowledge, you know, you should think twice. Because sometimes saving money is not the main, you know, reason why you should, you know, look and, and, and acquire or go into business with another agency or an agency. Because it's not about the bottom dollar when it comes to that. It bases on the experience. Right. So this is something that Brent and I have worked on a lot, and that is what we want for our agents and for agents that are looking to move. We want you to have a life. We want you to make the amount of money. If you're a $5 million agent, you want to get to that $10 million level, we're here to help you do that, but also have the life. Don't, don't wake up one day and say, oh, my gosh, my kids are going off to college, and I missed all of their baseball games or their dance recitals right. or whatever that was. So that's what we want for you here at Remax Gold. Yeah, you don't want to burn out. No, because that, that's you know you got to have a balance of whatever that is. And what you were talking about, Jose, and I think <clears throat> there is this. You can look out the window and you can see different places to go work in real estate. Absolutely. And, and that sounds, it can sound good that you have a virtual office, you know, and, and, but 
if you think about it to back up, what do you really need? And I think that's what it comes to. What do you need to operate your business? Because it's your business. And saving here, doing that, and saying you're in a virtual at the at the focus of it, you want to have to be able to have people that'll help you solve the problems to get your business over the finish line. What that is, how that happens, I think that's the it factor. And I think that's the thing I was talking about earlier with Lynn. There is a feeling within the walls of Remax Gold that no matter what happens out there, you'll get it over the finish line because it'll, the, together you'll be able to solve the problem. That's a big deal. In sales, not everybody has the answers, but putting it together, you can get to the answer. And I think that's, that's the secret sauce that you Absolutely. give, Lynn, to within the walls of Remax Gold. And that is a big deal. If people are looking for that, and I think most are, it's a big deal. Well, and your offering of doing business your way. Mm -hmm. I love that because we're not going to tell you what you're doing is wrong, but what you're saying is whatever you're doing, let's make it better. Yes. And the accountability portion of that is huge. People, agents, I know are paying thousands of dollars to get on an accountability program. And as an accountability coach, you're the doctor of real estate. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to help you build, get where you want to be. We're not saying you have to do $10 million or you, you can only do $1 million. We want you to be where you want to be and help you get there and have a life. Yeah, that's well put. That's, I mean, <laughs> this industry can, 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 as I did in the past, I mean, I was working seven days a week, 11 hour days, you name it. I was just mm -hmm. working. But then I started realizing that I also have to have a life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in owning a business, it, it makes it hard to balance in the beginning. But when you start transitioning and slowly understanding and planning and coordinating accordingly, Wow, I said that. Yeah. Panning. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was tough, that man. That was good. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. That was a tongue twister. <laughs> but you got systems, that right? Yeah, Having systems, those man. Systems, the checklist, we have it. We have it all for you. Simple. I had someone call me yesterday from Keller Williams, and it was amazing to talk to her what the differences are in companies, you know, what each company offers. What I would like is if you're curious about what Remax has to offer, don't listen to what someone else had at another company. Come and talk to me mm -hmm. personally. I want to get to know you. This may not be the right fit, but give me a chance. Yeah. The opportunity. Well, and, and, you know, you're also looking for somebody that fits our culture. Correct. It's not Absolutely. about just filling up licenses. No. There's a lot of agencies out there that pride themselves in, oh, we have a bunch of agents, we're, we're a couple hundred, this, that. But it really, when you really do the math, you know, the black and white states differently. Correct. We're looking for good people, good quality agents that understand and can blend into our culture mm -hmm. uh, seamlessly. We have an awesome operation, you know, and, and, you know, Lynn, with the expertise that you bring to this and the day-to-day -day knowledge that you keep gaining, it really makes a difference on where you're at. Not a lot of agencies have this. You know, they pride themselves in technology, learning, and coaching, but it, it, it's at a cost, <laughs> number one, sure. at a huge cost. And then you become... Almost a, 
a template of a recruiter in some cases because they want you to bring agents and, and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Okay, cool. But are they showing you your business? What are they doing to build your business, your brand? And I think the other thing that, Len, you, you, we, we kind of brushed over, but I think is a big deal for you given the confidence level of your mentor training was is you really learned the contract and learned what could and couldn't happen in that contract, which day after day being a part of that, I think that probably more than anything carried forward for you when you're dealing with any of these phone calls. Right. For that's sure. all in there. Yeah. <laughs> you're like a file folder that goes back and says, no, that's, that actually can't, no, that won't work, but this could. Yeah. And, and so I think that's, that's also, you know, you, you layer in a course of time, we're talking about 35 years and all the different pieces that you've had, uh, those become very valuable nuggets of wisdom when you're talking to somebody. Right. I love talking the contract with the agents, but I also love going over things that have worked in the past on building your business and doing things. One of my favorite things to do is Popeye's. Agents probably got me named that. Now I'm sure it's my middle name, <laughs> right? Lynn. But you know what? Because it works. And if you talk to our top agents, they're doing it. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even realize they're doing it because they've done it for so long. Mm -hmm. But it works. And if I can help you do a project, I'm here to do that. I, I love helping people. I enjoy getting up. I don't ever have a day that I wake up that I go, ugh. I don't really want to go to work today. Mm. I don't have days like that. I love my job. I love this company. I'm, I love to see it grow and develop into something larger. Um, and we, we'd love the opportunity to talk to other agents and, and also new people, people that are thinking about getting in the business. That's, those are great too. Yeah. The new blood. Right. Love it. What do you do, uh, Lynn, when you're not doing this? <laughs> I know well, you mow the yard. I we do. know you like cutting grass. <laughs> I do cut the grass, not every week, but I do help my husband do that occasionally. Um, I love to take a trip, quick trip to Texas yeah, and see my kids. Right. Yeah. Um, Two grandkids that are great. Yeah, I got the, I always have my laptop, right? I used to just have the desktop, and Dennis was like, you know what? You need a laptop. Yeah. Because I think I was kind of interrupting his TV. <laughs> so now I have the laptop so I can look things up. So, yep, it's kind of it. I really don't have much of a hobby anymore. I go see my mom every month over in Illinois. and um, Tell us about that. You're, you know, when you look at Lynn and when you find you find out <laughs> where she's from, like where yeah. she's you're like, how? I mean, now you're at Scottsdale, yeah. Oregon. But you came from this town yeah. in Illinois. Highland, Illinois. Highland, Illinois. Yeah, I skipped one town, though, because when I married my husband, we were kind of floating around deciding what we wanted to do. And I don't know if I ever shared this or not. but It's a good time to do it. Okay, here we are. <laughs> Get ready. We bought a hotel. What? What? Yes. You never told us that. Yes. It was a small hotel in uh, Cedar Edge, Colorado. And uh, we're just kind of doing our own thing. And my husband said, you know what? I want to get these snowmobiles. All these people are like, okay, I'm kind of scared. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to get hurt. But we joined a club, and I always won the trophy for wrecking their <laughs> snowmobile. <laughs> I ripped off lots of windshields. Yeah. Oh, man. So then he decides we need these motorcycles. Well, that didn't work. 
That didn't work at all. I got rid of mine within <laughs> two weeks, probably. I'm like, uh, that hurts when you fall off. Oh, yeah. I Not saw so. one on a motorcycle the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She Washington. looked like a pro. Yeah, she looked like she knew what she yeah. was doing. No, so we did that. How long did you have this hotel? Oh, a couple years. And uh, how like was it a little inn with small. like 20 rooms? Yes, or? Okay. yeah. And some had kitchens, so yeah. people... Doctors and people would fly in and stay there to yeah. go hunting because it was elk sure, and deer yeah. and all. So one summer, this couple stays with us, and they're there quite a long time. They they write a letter telling my husband they want to purchase the hotel, and I'm like, that's not for real. Don't go for that. So he he gives them a price, and they said, well, we're coming up. Like he's not going to. Ha- it happened. It wow. actually happened. They had their down payment in a glass jar underneath the... Love that. Oh. Yeah. Yes. They owned a ranch down in Oklahoma and sold it. Brought cash as a down payment. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Get, look at that. <laughs> so Lynn, always, the hotel owner. And yeah. you always talk about... I got about, stories about that. Yeah, well, I'm sure you do. <laughs> well, Lynn, you always say you should write a book about all the you different things you run Lynn. across. Can, wow. Can you think of anything that... that strange or funny situations that you've run into over the course of your time? I'll give you a funny one about the hotel. Yeah. So I'm busy working around and some guy checks in and he gives me cash to check in. Now you got to remember, right? The timing or computers. This is 1945. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's do this one. I like this one. So he pays me with $5 bills. Okay, don't you find that? To me, that's just weird. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, and he fills out his card, and then he says, hey, can I park in the back? And I go, no. Mm -mm." He goes, yeah, I'm here for a party, and I don't want him to know I'm here. Mm. I want to park. And I go, nope. Private. I was Mm -mm. very stern about, nope. Mm -hmm. So that night, my husband goes down there because there's something going on, Mm. and He's, he came back up. He goes, I told him better knock it off or get the hell out kind of thing. I'm like, okay. Two days later, police department shows up from a town that's like 50 miles away. And they want to talk to us. And he goes, um, can I see your records? Because back then, you, you kept Written pay, and down. Yeah, yeah sure. Records. Yeah, your little so book log. Pulls this one out. He goes, do you remember this guy? And I go, oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I said, in fact... Back then, you wrote down your license plate number. He mm-hmm. wouldn't do that. So I went out when he wasn't looking and, and wrote down. And he goes, so tell me about him. I said, well, I can tell you paid me with $5 bills. And he goes, yeah, you want to know why? I go, yeah. He goes, well, he robbed a pizza hut. No way. <laughs> oh, man. And he went to someone's home and robbed him and tied him up and held wow. him. Wow. Oh, man. And I'm thinking, whoa, we were probably lucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you were stern with him. He said, you're not parking in the back. I don't care what you did. Play by the rules. Yeah. (laughs) This is not where you think it is, buddy. Now, when you think about it, he was hiding his car from the cops. Yeah. And what have you seen? Oh, man. That's a foundation. This is definitely something we did not know about Lynn. This is like her little, I'm not going to bring that out to a special occasion. Because if she would have said it was $1 bills, we could have gone down a whole different path. But $5 bills means Pizza Hut. Yeah, absolutely. Pizza Hut. (laughs) 
Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. There's a lot more, but we won't go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also no, I can something imagine. I want to share with you that I'm proud of <laughs> that I did participate in the St. Louis Association of Realtors yeah. on their yeah, tell uh, us about farms that. committee for many, many years. And um, I feel like I made a huge contribution. And uh, I, I honestly, I encourage other people to do it at this point because it's, it's a good way to learn things too. A, yeah. You know, we all have the opportunity as an agent to submit to the board changes that we think that need to be made. And the committee I served on, we gathered those requests and went through them and determined mm. whether or not we thought they were legitimate, right? Yeah. And what we needed to do. A lot of them, you know, never went anywhere, but some of them were legit. And I wanted the initials on the bottom of the contract. And at first it was a big, like, no way. But I'm going to tell you, it has saved us many times, especially today, with everything being digital, mm-hmm. right? If you think about it, before, originally, it took they opened it up and it took them right to the bottom of the page where they signed off on either the listing contract. But now it stops them and they have to initial at the bottom. Every it, page. It's acknowledgement that you've read it. So, because it takes a lot of liability away from the agent because mm-hmm. they'll say, you didn't tell me. So, yeah, we discussed it. But not only that, you you initialed and acknowledged that you read it. Yeah. No, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up, Lynn, because that's something that you were involved with. And now I think, again, that is something that helps agents uh, because of your background of being involved in that environment uh, it brings more knowledge to the table, knowing the contract. And, the, you know, knowing the contract is a, a good thing to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's helpful. Yeah, we need that. Let, let me ask you, so we've been talking about just our local market and just our, our organization, but, you know, you've been, a, you've been with Cobble Banker, you were with mm-hmm. Keller Williams, and now... No, I was with, it was Gundaker. I'm Holmes. sorry, yeah, Berkshire. And then we, we, sorry. we were purchased by... Cowell Banker bought out Gundaker. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it was uh, Berkshire Hathaway. Correct. Now that you've been with, with Remax, what are your, I mean, there's so many, obviously, every company in, in the real estate industry, they always have things that are going on. They're bringing up new things. But what is your, you know, interpretation of what Remax right now has to offer as a whole? I, for me, what I can see for agents, it you have the ability to run your own business. We're not constantly trying to apply additional fees and things like that. You have the opportunity to take your business to whatever level you want to without any leverage of upper management control. Mm-hmm. Micromanaging. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the organization as a whole, you know, Remax LLC constantly is evolving with new. You know, I I think they really have their their finger on the on the you know the economics of the future of this industry, and they have a good pulse to it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I see Remax with the technology that it's bringing, Gosh, yeah. the the CRM systems with Bouge that they're bringing. The uh, megaphone applications. I mean, there's just so much yeah. that you can do now that really streamlines and makes it efficient mm-hmm. for you to run your business. So that bouge is incredible. Let's and talk that, about that. Yeah. You, you've been oh. really, you know, you've been a big advocate. 
you were one of the first advocates in our group, in our, in our agency, to really look into it. And, and, and truth be told, I was very skeptic. We waited a little bit, but you kept pushing forward. And, and wow, what a, that was a great decision we made when, when we, we converted over. Well, the introduction to that, I think, is when we went to Chicago. Yeah. For mm-hmm. the That's conference. right, yeah. And to hear that number, $54 million was spent on that program and exclusive to, to Remax, Remax, yeah, right, and oh my gosh, I I would love to spend thirty minutes every day just diving in and grabbing some of the resources that are there. And fortunately, we have Kristen who will every week is giving the agents thirty minutes of, hey, did you know about this? You know this this feature. Well, some of the stuff that's coming out of it, and and some of our agents like Sean Reeser and others that are using oh, yeah. like the templates for the newsletters and then customizing it and making it theirs, um, those are really professional looking. And then there's things like the uh, you can get into that Remax hustle and, and actually get into a professionally <laughs> produced video video TV <laughs> commercial and make it yours, and you mm-hmm. can choose from a whole catalog. You know, you could do it as many times as you want to do it. And uh, I think those things are just packaged and ready-made for people who understand marketing. Right. And that the autopilot part of it, like, you can go in and set it up and not have to think about it anymore. Or you might want to pay someone a small fee to say, just go in and set it up and take care of it so yeah. that it goes out. What, what what Jared James? Let's talk about yeah. okay. him yeah. as a as a very great um, you know uh, speaker, but obviously a coach. He tells you, "Hey, why waste your time on things that you don't know nothing about?" Mm. And you're right. going to spend hours on end trying to do when mm. you just mentioned right now or pay somebody. A lot of people feel weird about using that word. Oh, just pay somebody to do it. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Well, <laughs> I won't do, do that. But yet they go spend thousands on marketing, thousands right. on other things that they don't really know how to capture. Mm true retention or return on the investment. Right. But Jared J sends the page. Look, if you don't know how to do it, pay somebody to do it so you can focus most time at the things that you're really good at, yeah. which is cultivating business. Right. Right? Right. If you calculate what you make per hour when you're really working the business, on you're your business. in it, yeah. versus sitting at the computer and typing, trying to, trying to figure things out, you'll make more money selling real estate than you will sitting in front of the computer. Mm-hmm. And it's always been that way. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, Jared James was talking the other day about the fact that if you are an agent, do you make any money doing the paperwork? No. But it takes about 8 to 12 hours of your time from beginning to end. So that means that that is not a money-making activity. That's right. So if that's true, you only pay a transaction coordinator only when you're doing a deal and it closes and they get paid. So he said... When would you not want to use a transaction coordinator? I can't think of one because uh, eight to twelve hours is when you want to be growing your business, not doing paperwork that doesn't make any money. You're spending time with well, your family. And, and exactly. The re- absolutely. Any of those and the thing is, that's a difference from a business owner. Yeah. To a real estate agent. Right. And that's what we teach here at Remax. Right. Understand you're a business owner. We want you to maximize your time so that you do have the ability to say, "Hey." I'm going to go watch a movie on Friday at 5 p.m. <laughs> right. with my family. Yeah. Or I'm going to go for dinner on a Saturday night with my family because you've you've locked it in. You're a business owner. You right. Know, and time is of the essence to manage your business. And I, I agree 
hold heartily with Jared James. You're going to spend money in this industry one way or the all, other. One way or the other with the, all these gadgets and all these new applications that are coming out, the newest, the f- goodest, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, you just need to know how to how to systemize and plan your schedule so that if you need to do things on the back end and if you're not good at it, find somebody who can. Mm-hmm. Find somebody who can. You know, we've embraced the Ninja Selling Program, mm-hmm. the Momentum Program, which is exclusive to Remax. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jared James, and I, I feel like what you've done, Brent, is you've taken all the good parts of all of these and brought it to the table and gives the agents more opportunity to say, yeah, I don't like that part. I don't want to do that, but I love yeah. this part. Pick I can part. do this. So if you're not doing Jared James and you want to do Ninja, then double up. Do more of those sure. things that you mm-hmm. like to do. Yeah. Because it'll it will prove financially it'll prove Yeah, it's a system and we, maximizing you know, your time. Yeah, yes. going back to what we were saying, you know, the system is really the the CEO sets the system. The agent works in the system. What happens a lot of times, and we, we talk a lot about this, is that the agent fires the CEO from week to week. And then the CEO tries to come back in and say, Well, oh, wait, what's going on? We don't have anything going on. Well, it's because I was busy. Well, that's the problem with if you fire the CEO in the system, then you walk yourself off the edge because when that deal's done, this system didn't keep your your fuel in your tank to keep to the next deal, the next deal, the next deal. And that's one of the things I think that we can help with as a company is help them understand how to keep the fuel in the tank to get to the next deal, to get to the next deal so that you can go out to dinner, so that you can be with your family because that system actually can automate and if you can automate that system and keep working that system, you don't fall off the edge and say, oh, my God, where's all my business? I'm done. And then you that, then you got to start it back up again. Right. So there's, there's a method to the madness on that. Absolutely. It, it, you know, now, Lynn, going into 2022, right, everyone has goals. Every, everyone has an idea or a plan, especially in our organization. We're always planning. We're always doing where do you see 2022 heading for you? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I truly want to see the agents grow their business. I mean, that that's that's my goal. If they're doing well, the company's doing well. If they're happy, we're all happy. And that's, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't know. With COVID, it's kind of raising its head a little bit again. I'm hoping that. I'm starting to see the agents coming back into the office, which I love. Mike Leaker was here all day yesterday, and we had lots of stories to share and talk about the business. And they're like, ah, this is, we're getting back to where we used to be. And that, mm-hmm. that would be great if we could do that. That's excellent. Now, I feel I, sorry I, for agents that started a couple years ago. Yeah. That haven't had haven't experienced that. Yeah. Yes. yeah they, they, came, they came in when, when really it wasn't not the right environment to really show what real estate's all about. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Let's take a time here real quick, and let's thank our sponsor of the show. Yeah. Freedom Title. Freedom Title is a local St. Louis operation that deals with all our titles. They're a great company. We actually have them as one of our preferred vendors, and we get to work with Ryan and his staff quite a bit. They have, I want to say, several locations throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area. And... 
but we love having him in this vendor. Ryan's actually an attorney. I think his partner, uh, or, or not his partner, but his staff, runs such a great streamlined operation on the back end. Very suitable, very successful, and, and started. he's another guy that started from the ground zero, which I really respect individuals that way. He's also somebody we should get, actually, on our show. He has such great information, but, um, you know, they have, you know, again, a, an array of, of, of items that they offer. Uh, they have well over, I want to say, I think last we, we we discussed this with Ryan, but he has at least a dozen or so, somewhere around there, uh, offer operations throughout the St. Louis area and the Metro East area as well. So that is Ryan with Freedom Title. You can look him up at freedom-title.com. Or feel free, actually, I just had a, a, yeah, here we go. You can actually reach them at, uh, uh, here we go, call. Uh, sorry, guys. They're located, their main corporate office is located at 16090 Swingley Ridge Road, Suite 120 in Chesterfield, Missouri. And you can reach them at, ta ta ta, phone. Here we go, 314-786-4000. That's 314-786-4000. They've got a nice new corporate office too. Because it they, is really they, smooth. They had that building over there, and they they completely developed that area. Yeah, around that lake. That's, so the, new, that's the new downtown Chesterfield. Yeah, that right. is the new downtown Chesterfield. Yeah. You're right about that, Lynn. New townhomes are going, going up in. now. Tell, tell us about you know now that we're talking about homes, and you just mentioned towns. How do you see the market? What do you think is going to happen with this market? Oh, I truthfully, I think. It's going to maintain the same speed that we're going at, even though interest rates have increased a little bit. But taking you back to my time, I can tell you the interest rates were at 18%. Mm-hmm. Okay, So I can I can tell you a time when Gordon Gundaker was taking back notes for people to make a transaction go through. Mm-hmm. So to it make was, it work. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So I I truly think that we're still – going to see i i talked to several people yesterday over the weekend uh we had one person wrote a hundred over a hundred thousand dollars asking price and no no contingencies and didn't get it that's crazy (laughs) but see that part of the stuff i don't think is sustainable i think somewhere along the way that's crazy talk you you go a hundred thousand dollars over the asking price and you don't get it with no contingencies that's I don't know how long that can go, but it, it's. I don't think that's sustainable over a course of time. I was no. talking to a good friend of mine in Nashville, Tennessee, just the other day, and right now their market they're seeing a hundred to one hundred fifty thousand dollars above list price offers, cash. And the crazy thing is, you're oh, seeing yeah, it in the car cash. market too. It's not just the real estate market. I mean, you're seeing fifteen, twenty, twenty five thousand dollars over MSRP, mm-hmm. and and that. That 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 was like MSRP was something that the you know would show up on the lot and then you negotiated down. Mm-hmm. You never went up. Yeah, we're, we're just in the I get a, I get a letter town. every month from my car, car dealer. Yeah, want your to, car. And Buy your get, car. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's how crazy it's been. Inventory. <laughs> inventory. Talking about inventory. The the uh, t- totally <laughs> off kilter here, but you were talking about vehicles. That new Hummer. Yeah. They're selling that above fifty thousand sure. MSRP. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it's electric, right? Yeah, and it's electric. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. I think we will start seeing more electric cars. Right? I agree with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I You've do. You already got it made, Jose, uh, with your car. Just got to remember to charge it. That's all I have to do is remember <laughs> to charge it because no, it's not gas. <laughs> 
Lynn, thanks so much for being on the on, you, on our Phil. on our show this uh, this morning here. We definitely are very excited having you Thank part you. of the organization, Lynn. You bring so much, and listen. I think to to people that are listening to this podcast uh, in St. Louis, especially agents that are looking for some other scenarios or possibly looking at moving, give us a call. I really cannot emphasize enough that when you leave here, you'll have a lot of great information to base your decision on which organization is best for you. Can I get my phone number? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it, Lynn. Do it. (laughs) It's 636-236- nine six nine three and for those who are one more time yeah do it again okay six three six two three six nine six nine three or just google me yeah just google you and for those that are listening to the cayman islands in hawaii we're also looking for branch offices down there so and we'd love to uh, travel so we'd love to make monthly travels to those uh beautiful areas just to help you guys out (laughs) just to let you guys know we're always willing to expand thanks for having me guys lynn thank you so much it's been a pleasure having you uh, and we look forward to seeing you again here before the end of the year to check in on you all right guys That's the show for now. Thank you on the Getting It Right Show with Jose Ponce and Brent Cassidy.